This is a crazy sport, and it takes a lot to shock us fans. I mean, we have seen it all over the years. But even still, every once in a while, a news story will pop up on the feed that just defies the ability to comprehend and collectively blows our minds. And today, we're going to talk about those stories. Oh, do you know what? I am bloody hungry. Oh. What's this? The official snack of the UFC? Kudo are our new sponsor, guys. They're the official guilt-free snack of the UFC with up to 10 grams of whey protein in every bag. It's super tasty popcorn. There's a bunch of different flavors to try, okay? They've got white cheddar, salty sweet kettle corn. They've even got garlic parmesan. They've found a way to make healthy snacking enjoyable. If you've been hitting the gym or even just been trying to live a bit healthier, then you should be definitely looking at getting some whey protein inside you. It's been proven to boost protein muscle synthesis. It's also proven to help with the growth of lean muscle mass and Kudo have found a way to put it in what's probably going to be your new favorite snack. It's gluten free, preservative free, made from 100% whole grain and it's suitable if you're on the keto as well. And it's only 70 calories per cup. If you want to give it a try for a limited time only, Kudo are offering us and you 25% off when you use the code MMAOP at kudosnacks.com. If you want to try the official protein snack of the UFC and save yourself some money, go and check them out. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point. A massive thanks to our biggest channel supporters and our Hall of Famers. And these are the 10 most WTF headlines in MMA history. Number 10, Dateline Abu Dhabi. A UFC fighter has been fired after breaching Fight Island's bubble. Yeah, so this one as a headline is a head scratcher. As you recall, Fight Island was made so the UFC could run shows during the Panduski in case Vegas ended up not being an option. And the folks who put it together out there were running a tight ship in order to prevent any kind of card ruining infections. One such protocol put in place was risk bans, indicating that you were someone who had been cleared to enter the facilities. Well, for some reason, Atman Azaitar took his wristband, gave it to somebody who was not authorized to be there, and then said Buddy took a bag to Atman's hotel room, but he didn't just, you know, walk to the elevator and swipe the room key. This guy traversed a bunch of hotel balconies like he's Agent 47 in order to get this bag into the room. As a result of the incident, Atman was fired for all of a month, so the story blew over, but what was in the bag? According to Azaitar's manager, potatoes. It was a sack of potatoes. And if you believe that, I have a monorail to sell you in Springfield. Number 9. Dateline Mahachkala. Hezbollah signs five-year UFC contract. What a headline. I mean, if you saw that without any context, just the header and the pick, you'd think, man, I know this dude is popular, but the UFC wants him fighting in the cage now. I guess CM Punk had one more in him. This was absolutely presented this way on purpose. The announcement originally came via an IG post by the influencer that has since been deleted probably because it literally said he was excited to fight for the UFC. There wasn't a ton of information about the partnership initially. They definitely wanted to create that viral buzz by making it look like it was a fight signing. And I suppose it worked. It definitely had fans scratching their heads. Of course, it was just a promotional contract. He's got a whole section of merch on the UFC website. Nothing too crazy, but yeah, joke's on you. This is why you read the article. Number eight, Dateline Morocco. Lee Murray was brains behind 53 million pound Securitas robbery. For all you Americans watching, that's $64 million. And that is a hell of a robbery. In fact, it's the biggest in British history, at least as it pertains to straight cash, homie, and it's twice as big as any that's ever gone down in the US. As you can imagine, when somebody takes a literal fortune, there's going to be quite a few people interested in getting it back. And so, when everybody got tracked down that was involved, MMA fans were stunned to find out that their very own was the one who put it all together. Lee Murray, who fought in the UFC once, and much more famously knocked down Tito Ortiz in a street fight, certainly had the reputation that he was a bit rougher than the whole cage fighting bit, but I doubt anybody imagined 
he'd ever be the brains behind a massive heist. Murray would run off to Morocco in order to fight extradition, but they locked him up there instead. He should get out by 2035, though. More than half the money's never been recovered. Number 7. Dateline Kansas City FBI involved in UFC betting probe. Now, that is a terrifying headline if you're a fan, even scarier if you're a better. What the hell is going on? Why is the FBI probing anything related to the UFC? Well, long story short, the opponent of a James Krause fighter with a bum knee that they didn't report to Nevada was getting crazy action before his fight, and wouldn't you know it, the guy throws a few kicks with that leg and gets TKO'd in a minute seven. The unusual betting raised red flags all over the place, particularly because Krause was a known gambling sharp, he had his own podcast about it, and he was an agent for an offshore book. It was a huge mess. Krause and his fighters got suspended, James sold off his gym entirely, the FBI got involved to look into the matter, and if that investigation is over, they've not announced anything, and nobody has been arrested, so who knows? Do you know what the outcome of this is? Federal fucking prison. But the whole incident forced the UFC to change their policies about fighters betting, and now if you fight for the promotion, your third cousin can't even play fantasy football anymore or you're going to jail. Number 6. Dateline Cabo San Lucas, Dana White, nightclub fight with wife on New Year's Eve. That headline in and of itself is like holy fucking shit. Now, there were other headlines about the incident that were far less charitable than TMZ though, but I chose their headline because they are the ones who broke the story. They received the footage, and like they do with all scandals, had a full-on interview with the person involved before the story even came out, and made sure to mention that the alcohol was flowing. You don't put your hands on a woman ever. This is just one of those unfortunate situations. You were at a place in Cabo that um, where alcohol flows. Dana, what we were told by people who were in the club that it, at least to them seemed that there was a lot of alcohol involved in this situation. It was a bit soft is what I'm saying. Anyway, what makes all of this even more insane is that it would happen less than two weeks before Dana White's Power Slap League was set to launch on TBS. You really can't make this shit up if you wanted to. In light of the incident, TBS made the brave decision to delay Power Slap's premiere for a whole week. White laid low for a bit after the incident, but did do a presser when he returned and answered any and all questions about what happened. Number 5. Dateline Brooklyn. Tony Ferguson injured. Max Holloway stepping up to challenge Habib Nurmagomedov for the title. What makes this headline extra insane is that it popped up on your feed on April 1st, the day that nobody is going to believe any story that is even slightly ridiculous. No boy was this one ridiculous. You're telling me that for the fourth time, Tony Ferguson and Habib Nurmagomedov is not happening. Get the fuck out of here. What are you going to tell me next? They're going to try to fifth time it's going to fall apart again? Get get out of here. Get out of here. Nonsense. With every single outlet and journo having to repeat that they were not playing an April Fool's prank, the reality of the situation finally set in. We'd find out later that day that Tony tripped on a production wire doing an interview with Fox Sports, just adding to the absurdity. I chose that version of the headline because it was so fresh it included Max as the replacement, which of course he would end up not being because he couldn't be cleared medically. What an absolute circus that entire event was, from Dolly to Habib versus Raging Al for the lightweight strap. Number 4. Dateline Albuquerque. UFC champ sought in hit and run. Okay, that's a big boy paper. When the New York Times picks up your MMA story, you know you're in for some serious shit. This is the craziest version of that story, though, too, because we're capturing it in the middle in real time. UFC champ sought, as in he wasn't around, as in John Jones hit and then ran somewhere that nobody could find him. In case you just started watching the sport, JBJ crashed into a pregnant woman one morning at a stoplight, breaking her arm, then he fled the scene. Now, he would eventually turn himself in, but for a brief period of time, the greatest fighter in the world was on 
on the lam, a moment captured by the New York Times, and none of us knew what was going to happen next. What did happen next, of course, is that John would be stripped of his title and suspended. It was just a surreal thing. Imagine MJ in his prime leaving basketball. Wait, that's a bad example, but at least he did it because he wanted to play minor league baseball for some reason. Number three, Dateline Beverly Hills. WWE agrees to merge with UFC to create new company run by Ari Emanuel and Vince McMahon. This is the thing about headlines, right? You can only put so much information in them, and that is why it's so important to get the context by reading the actual article, because there is a lot that can be implied by that headline, like that Vince McMahon is now getting to run the UFC, or that the UFC and WWE would be merging their products. And why isn't Dana White mentioned there? Now, of course, the details were nowhere near as earth-shattering as all that. UFC parent company Endeavor purchased the WWE, and then put it and the UFC into a new company called TKO that would still see Dana in charge. It does sound like bigger changes might be coming on the WWE brand side of things, but for the UFC, everything has been pretty minimal, at least so far. We'll see how this all goes down the line. But it's just one of those random ass things nobody saw coming until it came, and the headline has to be one of the most what the fuck that's ever hit the sport. Number two, Dateline Santa Clara County, ex-UFC fighter Cain Velasquez arrested on suspicion of attempted murder. Man, some of the headlines have been light, but there's nothing fun about this story at all. Ted, I'm serious, cut out the sound effects and truly a shocking headline. I couldn't believe it when I saw it, especially initially when the details weren't clear yet. It just didn't make any sense. When it was finally clear what happened, it was just tragic. Last year, Velasquez attempted to shoot a man who was out on bond awaiting trial for alleged SA on one of Kane's children. Velasquez missed, but struck the accused's stepfather and was shortly after taken into custody and charged. Because he was deemed a danger, Kane would be held for eight months before being granted bail and a house arrest order until the end of his trial. Velasquez has pled not guilty to all charges. His trial is set to begin early next year. Number one, Dateline Silicon Valley. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg agree to hold cage fight. Because you're human. And, and I was human. I am human. Still. Um, Seriously, how could this not be number one? This sounds like something out of idiocracy. It's like a headline The Onion would put out. If I asked AI to generate the dumbest headline possible related to fighting, it would come up with this. Alexa, stop! You're talking about two of the richest and most influential people on the face of the earth. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg have a combined worth of $357 billion. That is more than the GDP of 135 countries. And these two fucking tech dorks are going to lock themselves in a cage together for an MMA fight because they don't like each other's giant social media networks. Even more insane, initially it sounded like the UFC was going to be involved. I was talking to both Elon and uh, Mark last night. Both guys are absolutely dead serious about this. Then there was talk that it was going to go down in the Roman Coliseum. Had it happened, it would have been the biggest fight of all time in terms of viewership. There is no doubt about that, but Musk was wholly unserious, just talking out of his ass as he tends to do, and this is all but a distant memory now. 0% chance it ever happens. With Zuckerberg regularly training, it would have been a massacre anyway. You know who never backs out of a fight? The editor of this video, Luke Taylor. Please show him all the love on his socials. He is a wonderful, wonderful man. Big ups to our channel champions for making all this possible. If you would like to be one of them, hit the old join button. Comes with all kinds of cool stuff. If not, liking and subscribing would help a lot too. What MMA headline broke your brain? Let me know in the comments below. Thanks for watching, guys. Apologies for my voice. I have the Rona at the moment, but I'm gonna heal up and talk to you all again real soon. Thank you.